Welcome back. Back again. I think we've already done this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. We're... Hi, me. Here for another week. Hi, me. Listening to this later. In the future. You're a good person, and I feel compassion toward you. To me in the future? I can't believe you fucking did that. So my therapist and I had a lot of talks about having compassion for yourself, and I want you to take it back. No. Take it back, (laughs) you fucking asshole. (laughs) Wow, that was compassionate. I told you, I don't need a therapist because I listen to the demon that speaks to me. (laughs) Does the demon say nice things? I think fire's nice. Then then let's go with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Who needs a therapist? Just do what the voices say. Oh, I, I do that too much. So, hey, I, hey. I recently was on vacation. Where were you vacationing? Um, we in an undisclosed location. In an undisclosed compound. Um, so, no. Um, I don't we're in know the woods. We, I don't know if we ever talked about it on the podcast, but... Um, Nick and I of Nick's Grocery Shopping Adventures. Nick. Um, we're supposed to go on a vacation to Pennsylvania. The woods. In the middle of nowhere. Like, no cell, cell service nowhere. Um, and we were supposed to go back in June. But then he was in a terrible car accident. A, tar- a car attacked him. Yes. And his beautiful face was smooshed. Yeah, he was a victim of smooshing, um, but actually, he still looked great. <sighs> I know. He had David Duchovny nose. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so we were able to go on a vacation because Nick had to have some surgeries, and because of that, we um, postponed, and the very nice people we were renting our cabin through, um, HomeAway. HomeAway is not paying for this free advertisement, but they're pretty great. Yeah. Um, offered to let us go at a later date once Nick's face was put back. Once the scabs came off. Yes, once the scabs healed. Um, so yeah, we went to a tiny cabin with the dogs, Mosby and Winnie, in the middle of PA. Um, and it was really great. Now, I would like to bring up that, uh, to our listeners, your idea of a good time is to be in the middle of the woods with your dogs and your husband um with a puzzle with a puzzle right uh to uh me that sounds like prison (laughs) like torture for like behaving badly uh i don't want to be in the woods it was great yeah but the first night was a little rough um why Oh, I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Um, so when we were driving and as we were losing cell service into the mountains, um, Nick just kept making comments about um, whether or not I had seen The Hills Have Eyes, mm. um, what I thought about being murdered, 
did I think we were being lured to this cabin with no cell service to be murdered? So it made it a little difficult to sleep that night because I had planned the trip. And in the morning, I told him that I hadn't slept great. And his response was, well, why did you sleep closest to the door then if you were scared? To which I replied, I did that intentionally because if we were going to get murdered, I wanted to be taken out first. So I didn't have to listen to him complain. Uh, a complaint <laughs> about being murdered yeah. and also complaining that this is your fault. Yes. I didn't want to hear, my stab wound hurts. Ugh, the b- b- blood is sticky. You, why did you plan this trip to happen during murder season? <laughs> Winnie's eating my entrails. <laughs> I've been disemboweled. <laughs> yeah. 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 Legitimate reason. I mean, yeah. So. You don't, well, and here's the other thing is, is that I think that you would be a fighter. Uh, and a biter. I'm one or the other. I'm either going to like murder you myself. Trick. Yeah. Trick murder. Or I'm just going to lay back and let it happen because I'm like, I'm really tired. You're a wolverine. You're going to bite through bone. (sighs) Yeah. So, um, spoiler alert, we didn't get murdered. Yeah. This is not the ghost of Hillary. Although if I was a ghost, I would come back just to do this podcast because that's how much I love you. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to our listeners. Well, but and how would Mosby and Winnie get back here? Because I saw them. Um, I think it'd be a homeward bound situation. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they definitely try to go to my mom's in Michigan. They heart grandma. Yeah. I think you should tweet a picture of what her pantry looks like. Because <laughs> it's amazing. It's just candy. It's amazing that I'm not 900 pounds. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> It makes your teeth hurt when you look at yeah. it. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. J-Factor. So we had an awesome episode last week that Laura uh-huh. did. Uh-huh. And now we're back into our old ways. Where I just sit here on my butt. Yeah. How's your butt feel? It feels comfortable. Um, just to warn everyone, my allergies have been pretty consistent and I persistent. So I think you sound great. Thanks. So there may I, be a rogue sneeze. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's the sound of research. Yeah. Done happened. So are you excited to hear what our creature is this week? Yeah. What is it? Um, Where is it? When is it? When is it? How is it? <laughs> Why <laughs> is it? <laughs> I have no words. So this creature. You have pages of words. I have so many words. This creature I chose even though it's it's going to upset me. Oh, God. But I felt like I, when I did the Flatwoods Monster, that was yeah. upsetting to you. And one it of was your a, fears. It was very, oh, no. So I decided I <gasps> needed to just like suck it up real hard. Oh, like my my sphincter is going to be as I talk about this. God, well, knowing your sphincter like I do, it might be for the best. Um, 
I couldn't even look at the image. Oh my! <laughs> I was just like, God. just merge the text and put it in a word document, so I don't have to look at it. So today we are going to be talking about I, I, the giant anaconda. Oh my God! Enter all of the Sir Mix a Lot <laughs> soundtracks <laughs> that are playing in your mind. My anaconda don't want well, none, none unless you got bones, hun. Okay, we can't pay for anything, so we can't do any more of that. Okay. That's okay. So, I'm. I don't. I I too do not enjoy these types of creatures. I I feel like they have every right to live their lives. I just don't want to be around them. Snakes don't move normally they don't ain't where are their arms legs. and legs <laughs> they ain't got no legs how do they move yeah so reports of giant anacondas okay. can we call them gaz <laughs> ga gaz the gondas gondas <laughs> that sounds like a venereal disease it does i got the gonda i went to south america and came back with gonda my sphincter is tightened <laughs> So, reports of giant anacondas date back as far as European colonization of South America. They were like, that's huge. <laughs> Look at that huge trouser snake. <laughs> Let's make if light I- of it because it's terrifying. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of wiener jokes because I'm going to pretend like this doesn't exist. I'm, I'm with you because I'm scared. So, I feel like I'm losing <laughs> double because I don't like aliens and I for, for sure thought you were going to do dinosaurs because of your fear of them. And no, just snakes. I'm not that brave. Everyone's scared of snakes. They're the worst. They are. Um, so, <sighs> so they date as far back in South America um, when sightings of giant anacondas began to circulate among colonists. Um, since that time, the size of the largest anaconda has been the subject of debate ever since among cryptozoologists and zoologists. Regular anacondas <laughs> have been verified to grow to sizes oh God. Oh God. of 5.2 meters or 17.1 feet. Oh, God, that is so and gross. Nine, 97.5 kilograms or 215 pounds. Oh, um, <clears throat> I might throw up. In particular, the um, green or common <laughs> anaconda. There is nothing common about anacondas. There are so many different kinds of anacondas mm. that they have to have a common one. Yeah. Um, is the heaviest and largest. Ooh, yeah. No, no, no. Do you have like, it's like, okay. And is also the second longest. So the longest confirmed anaconda oh God. was the 17.1 okay. foot long okay. one. Um, but extreme lengths far in excess of this have been reported without verification. Birth. Some claims have said that the anaconda have described anacondas ranging from 26 to 39 feet. Nope. Disgusting. Yep. Not going to South America anytime soon. Um, Ever. So. The fuck is wrong with you? I just wanted to tell you some 
other horrifying facts about anacondas before we get into the sightings. Just to like firmly imprint the just disgusting terror. (laughs) I'm just going to take that and like loop it in the back of the entire episode. Oh, gross. (laughs) So um, anacondas are in the boa family and are constrictors, which means they kill its prey by squeezing life from them. They literally snuff out your flame. Um... Hence the wiener jokes. Yes. Snuff jokes. (laughs) The common anaconda inhabits the rivers. They also hide in in water. Um, Nowhere is safe. Of northern and Amazonian South America, east of the Andes. But there is also a yellow anaconda, which lives in in southern South America, but is much smaller. No less disgusting. In some ways, it's even worse because I don't think that big anaconda is going to move too fast, right? Because it's... Uh, uh, Why are you doing this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what has brought us to this lowly state? Dude, this is a totally side thing, but um, as the entire podcast is a side thing. I had told Nick once that I was like... I was thinking of coming up with another podcast that was just me, and it was called Snakes on a Podcast, trademark, and I was like, where I just talk about snakes, and Nick was like, he just looked at me and said, you hate snakes, why would you do The entire podcast would just be me being like, and I was like, I don't know, because I came up with a cool title, and yeah. Yeah, it's it's a cool title. It is. You could change it to anything, though. It could be like, Coffee on a Podcast, or... I try different roasts. <laughs> Today on... I would listen to that. Coffee on a podcast, we're going to uh, experience a medium roast. <laughs> Pikes, please. <laughs> it's been gr- freshly ground. Freshly ground. Shreddy yeah. um, balls. If you support that endeavor, please let me know. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, God. So, the first recorded sighting of giant anacondas... Um, were in South America during, um, by early European explorers as they entered the dense jungles and claimed <laughs> to have seen giant snakes measuring up to almost six feet, 60 feet long. Okay. Six feet long is horrifying. Right. 60 feet. No, that's just like beyond. It's, it's paralyzing. Like, it's like it's like Hitler, you know, like killing millions and millions of people. You're like, Jesus. You're, but, you know, like one person, you're like, that person killed 25 people. You're like, Jesus, that's a lot. But like a million, your brain can't even handle it. Yeah. It's the same thing with like a 60 foot snake. What? I can't live in that world. Nope. Um, and. Gross. Um, so. For. um. Baby, basically since the beginning of time, explorers and local natives have reported various encounters with large serpents in the Amazon. Um, and one of the first was a gentleman named Percy H. Fawcett. Oh. He was an officer of the Royal Engineers, and Fawcett was commissioned in 1906 to survey the Rio Abuna and Acre Rivers. I think this is the guy that 
was about the in the movie The Lost City of Z. I don't, I've not seen that movie. It's very good, and it's um. Are the, there snakes? No, <laughs> but Percy is played by Charlie Hunneman. Hunneman. No. The guy who's um, in Sons of Anarchy, the blonde guy, the guy who is real hot and he's a British. Okay, hot British blonde. I'm on board. Yeah. Um. So he was commissioned to survey these rivers that I'm not going to say again. Yeah. Um. By the Royal Geographic Society. Yes. Um. And during his explorations, he recorded the following. Quote, we are drifting easily along on the sluggish current, not far below the confluence of Tiger and the Rio Negro, when almost under the bow there appeared a triangular head and several feet of undulating body. Mm-mm. It was a giant anaconda. Mm-mm. I sprang for my rifle as the creature began to make its way up the bank and hardly waiting to aim, smashed a .44 soft-nosed bullet into its spine. (laughs) Ten feet below the wicked head. At once there was a fury of foam and several heavy thumps against the boat's keel, shaking us as though we had run on a snag. But they had not. Um, we stepped ashore and approached the creature with caution. As far as it was possible to measure, a length of 45 feet lay out of the water and 17 feet lay in the water, making it a total length of 62 feet. Nope. Its body was not thick, more than 12 inches in diameter, but it had probably been long without food. <laughs> um... <laughs> I have some thoughts. Um, one, a common theme in the story that, like, even though I hate snakes, I don't like that everyone's, like, I get their instinct, but, like, not everything has to die. They're just always like, where's my gun? <sighs> like, well, right. Um, and if you saw, when when you see this movie, Lost City of Z, which there, weren't a, there wasn't a snake in the movie. It was just the hot British guy. Okay. Um, it was, he didn't have, and he didn't see the snake, but like this poor dude was getting like, there's a lot going on. So, um, my second thought is I like to think that when people see me before lunch at like 1130, they just Mm -hmm. look at me and they're like, that chick's been long without food. Yeah. I think about that sometimes yeah. that you I'm like you need to put some yogurt in that yeah hole your mouth hole she's long without food she's long without food um so in examining this dead creature creature um no in examining this testimony oh oh yeah um you know he Fawcett was known to be a scrupulous, matter-of-fact military man Mm -hmm. who recorded events exactly as they occurred, Mm -hmm. um, or at least how he experienced them. Mm -hmm. Um, He was also characterized as a dreamer, though, which is making 
some people, which it's like, I'm characterized as a dreamer and everything I say is fact. Um, you know, so there's been some debate. Um, but know. he was he was there um, as a part of the uh, Royal Geographic Society Variety. to like map the yeah. river. And so this is a person whose job was to map things. Yeah. And map snakes. Yeah. Snake um, mapper. So it's interesting to note that um, he also recorded other encounters with snakes of reasonable size, um, including a seven foot long poisonous bushmaster that nearly killed his companion. Fuck your face. So it just seems weird that he would like lie about this one thing. Yeah. No. So. No. It definitely happened in a terrifying. Yep. Um, so they didn't um, have an actual measuring device with them. So he estimated the snake's length um, and even giving like a like a 10 to 15 foot margin of error. That's still a huge fucking snake and much bigger than what has ever been recorded and and again his job was to map rivers so like this is a person who is good at determining measurements yes um so unfortunately because the snake was too large and heavy for him and his men to carry out of the jungle they were forced to leave it behind oh another thing about this movie the the lost city of z yeah guess who plays his best friend i'll just tell you robert pattinson (gasps) Yeah, so now you're interested. Not really. His best friend was a sparkly vampire. Yeah. He wasn't a sparkly vampire. I would go... I would go um, Cedric Diggory Robert Pattinson, but not Twilight Robert Pattinson. So he wasn't Twilight Robert Pattinson. He was Robert Pattinson with a beard. Oh, intrigued. Yeah. Intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Maybe I'll make Mr. Nick watch it. I think you should watch it in this room. Immediately. So, um, that happened. (laughs) Also, when I saw that movie in the movie theater with my, with our audio tech, Joe. Yes. This is the movie that we were, we saw it and there were two teenagers sitting behind us Mm -hmm. and the boy was like whispering, like stage whispering (laughs) to the girl the whole time. And I literally, and I am not a person who confronts someone. Yeah. I had to turn around and say, please be quiet. Shut your pile. And I remember because I was like, when will this end? Yeah. And there wasn't even a snake. He was probably like, "Um, I accidentally dropped some of my jelly beans down by your pants so when I'm reaching for your crotch it's really just the jelly beans yeah I just, I'm after I'm just after jelly beans <laughs> I'm sorry I greased your boob with my hand I was reaching for the popcorn I thought you were popcorn I misjudged in the dark I thought your mouth was popcorn teenage love it's disgusting so <sighs> Anaconda. Yeah. All right. So the next sighting I have for you was by somebody you're quite familiar with. Oh. He is known as Papa Crypto. <gasps> Bernard Huvelman. Exactly. Wait. Oui. So 
I'm not going to go into all the stuff I wrote about him because you can just listen along. Now we all, we all know that. about Bernie Hoovelman's yeah. Papa Crypto. So Hoovelman claimed to have seen a giant anaconda while working with a group of Frenchmen and Brazilians, and he recorded his encounter. Oh, my God. Which is the following quote. Oh, God. Quote, we saw the snake asleep in a large patch of grass. We immediately opened fire upon it. Oops. <laughs> it tried to make off in convulsions, but we caught up with it and finished it off. Aww. Only then did we realize how enormous it was. We've all been there. Yeah. When we walked around the whole length of its body, it seemed like it would never end. Oh, my God. What struck me was its enormous head, a triangle about 24 inches by 20 inches. We had no instruments to measure the beast, but we took an arm's length of string, as you do, and measured it about one meter by placing it on a man's shoulder and extending it to his fingertips. We measured the snake several times, and each time we got a length of 25 strings. Oh, my God. The creature was well over 23 meters or 75 feet long. Gross. Disgusting. And again, you're right. Well, so they, they, there was no, I mean, they couldn't catch it or and like release it. Bring it back. Right. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't, right. So, I mean, like, I get it. They wanted to see how long it was. But I, gross. but I agree with you. It's not, it's not okay. And especially for Bernard Hoovelman's, like, he shouldn't be killing animals as a zoologist. Yeah. But, you know, I guess also it's that instinct of, like, do it! I mean, if I was in that situation. I don't, right. Uh, well, I think me and a snake and a shovel have had an encounter oh. on more than one occasion. It's I have instinct. I run. I'm a runner. I'm a flighter. I'm a decapitator. And an eyeball puller outer. And an eyeball puller outer. The demon in me tells me to do it. Take out my eyeball. So, another sighting was in May. It was on May 22nd, um, 1922. Um, and this guy, Victor Heinz, who I like to think is the Heinz ketchup guy, Amazing. but totally isn't. Oh. But he is in my mind. Um, ketchup. Ha- he actually had two encounters with the beast. This, this dude was real unlucky. So... His first encounter was on May 22nd, 1922, near the town of Obidos on the Rio Negro on the Amazon River. Father Victor Hines saw what appeared to be an enormous snake in the water, likely an anaconda, whose visible portion was at least 80 feet long and as thick as an oil drum. Oh, God. That's so terrible. So much snake. Um, his second encounter occurred in in 1929 at the mouth of the Rio Paiba near Umquir. <laughs> That's a word. The name of the town. If is, I just said that, I'm, is, I'm queer. <laughs> Hashtag um, real place. Umquir. <laughs> Whatever. If I just said it with confidence, no one would question. No one me. would know. I'm terrible. <laughs> Hashtag I'm queer. 
<laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Trouser snakes would be excited. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So he saw below the surface of the water two bluish lights. Oh. Which he first mistook as the lights of a steamer. <laughs> Later, he was told that the Sakuraju, yep, yep, or giant anaconda lived there. Okay, we're like that's his his home. Um, He's got his porch light on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was just on his porch swing, enjoying the night, um, and that he had seen the snake's eyes. Um, what apparently other reports have mentioned blue glowing eyes. <sighs> okay. Um, so the Wildlife Conservation Society, since the early 20th century, has offered a large class reward, cash reward for the live discovery of any snake of 30 feet or more in length. Hmm. But the prize has never been claimed. Despite numerous sightings of giant anacondas. Yeah. Yeah. And in a survey done of 780 wild anacondas in Venezuela, don't want that job. Nope. The largest captor captured was 17 feet long. Um, hmm. A specimen measured in 1944 exceeded the size um when a petroleum expedition in Colombia claimed to have measured an anaconda that was 11.4 meters, 37.4 feet in length. Hmm. But that claim, too, has never been proven. So, snakes are gross. Yeah. Um, we couldn't do a giant snake episode with, without um, discussing the Titanoboa. Yes. I thought you were going to say uh, Ice Cube and, and Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so the Titanoboa is the largest known snake to have ever lived on Earth. That And it reached lengths of up to 25 feet and weighed up to 550 pounds. Jesus. Um, for more than 100 years, explorers and natives of the Amazon have reported seeing snakes from 50 to 150 feet long, with weights as extreme as five tons. Um, the name Titanoboa is derived from the word Titan and Boa. <laughs> Shocker. Um, say what you see. <laughs> yep, say what you see. So... Um, they're horrible. And um, so most of these sightings of giant snakes have been considered exaggerations, although there is one piece of evidence um, that separates giant anacondas um, from other large creatures um, is that they reportedly leave tracks. So even though they don't see the snake there's these tracks that the snake leaves because of their legless body. Um, these slide marks are made by snake. These snakes Ugh. in such a way that to fake them Ugh. would to fake the track of a creature as large as the report suggests would take an expert hoaxer. And these tracks, <laughs> which are, <laughs> I love that job so much. I'm an expert hoaxer. <laughs> 
Um, Can you imagine what that guy's resume looks like? <laughs> Crop circles, done it. <laughs> Bigfoot tracks, done it. Oh, Goat man hairs, done. Ice man in an ice cube. Yeah, check. call me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so most of these tracks are often found in remote areas. So even the most expert hoaxer. Um, <laughs> probably wouldn't go there because it's gross and like it would just rain and ruin all their work right so um these tracks are reportedly six feet wide um so like that'd be like a huge fucking snake to be like slithering like through the mud it's like what's up um so an interesting thing is that um a huge snake would have to spend a lot of time in the water to support its bulk. Yeah. And anacondas usually spend most of their time in the water because they're demons. Um, so this potentially increases the chance of there being a massive snake Great. hidden in the water. Great. Um, so wait, what's the difference between the titan boa and a giant anaconda the titan boa has gone extinct okay gotcha but they have like fossils of its mm-hmm. disgusting body yeah we're like fat shaming anacondas <laughs> it's not that it's it that's not what makes it disgusting yeah it's or limb shaming it's it. limb shaming it um gross so considering all this um there are a few mainstream scientists that agree that um a length of 45 feet is possible that these snakes just haven't been discovered yet um gross yeah Chances are there are some truly enormous size anacondas still to be found in the vast and largely unexplored Amazon rainforest and they're gross. And keep out of the forest. Giant anacondas. Giant trouser snakes. No, it's disgusting. Um, seriously, what the f? Yeah. So gross. There's like a super high possibility that they're just like lurking in the water on uh, their front porch, waiting for us to let, eat us. Let them just be them. I have no intention of going to South America. Ever. Yeah. Nope. So. Nope. That is. Giant anacondas. Blech. Still gross. Blech. Still like them. Blech. How are you feeling? I feel gross. I feel scared. I feel scared that there are giant anacondas everywhere. <laughs> in the whole world. Yeah. Just lurking in the water. I don't like it. Uh, they're glowing blue eyes, and they're like, what's up? Hey. What do you think they're doing down there? I think they're plotting our death. Reading books. <laughs> they don't have hands. Yeah. So it's probably a Kindle. <laughs> they're going to just use their the nose, nose to, like, move Pro- the page. Yeah. Probably reading Game of Thrones. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So that is the giant anacondas of South America. Ugh. And they're discussing limbless bodies. Yuck. 
the end. <laughs> We're going to go take a shower now. Yeah, I need a Silkwood shower. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Snakes. Can we not do snakes for a while again? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what other. We've got that under our belt now. Yeah. Okay. We don't ever have to talk about them again. No. Ugh, I had to do the art for that. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry. Maybe I'll just do a picture of Ice Cube in the woods. <laughs> and, and J-Lo. And J-Lo. Jenny from the block. We can just assume the snake is there. You, ooh, you could do ice cube and then just have two blue eyes in the water and we can just assume the snake is there. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. I'm a fucking genius. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you. If you if you stuck it out with us all the way to the disgusting end, um, good for you. Good on you. Thanks. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or want to kill us because of it, yeah, um, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter. And um, in the meantime, keep it weird, people. <laughs>